Welcome to the Dennis and Friends Podcast, a place where my friends and I talk about whatever we want to talk about, whatever interests us, or what's going on in life and around the world. My name is Dennis. I host this podcast. I believe this is episode 16. I'm starting to lose count on these, but that's okay. It's April now as we're recording this, which means it's nearing the end of some things, like the school year, the NCAA tournament's just ended, MLB starts today, uh, regular seasons for NBA ends this weekend in NHL in a couple weeks. And for most football leagues around the world, not named MLS, those are about to end. And as I just mentioned, we're talking about football, the good football. And so, it's that time again. It's EPL Talk, the fifth iteration. This time in person, not over Zoom. So, y'all know who's here every time we do this. It's Clayton Cooper himself. What What's up, up y'all? What up? What up? He's at my house today. We're recording this on a Thursday in the first full week of April. And we have a lot to talk about. We were going to do this earlier this week, but I'm kind of glad we did it today because a lot has happened even in the last couple of days between Champions League games for both of our teams and mm-hmm. some important relegation stuff. So we'll talk about all that. We've got a whole lot of stuff to go through. But first, let's not talk about Premier League. Let's talk about World Cup draw because that happened last yes, week. Yes, yes. Uh, do you have any initial uh, thoughts, reactions to just the draw in general as it stands right now? Um, honestly, I didn't think that we were going to be playing England out of all teams. Um, I thought we were going to get paired up with a Portugal, Germany, kind of like how it usually is. There's like a common trend of United States playing the, those teams. But our group is very interesting, to say the least. And B, with England, Iran, and who's the other one? Ukraine, I believe? Yeah. So um, I feel like I've actually been excited because obviously – we weren't in it last year, or the last World Cup. Well, it's Ukraine, Scotland, or Wales. Oh, yeah. It's that the play-in. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. This is like the first year I've actually had confidence in the United States, because obviously we lost to Trinidad to um, qualify for the last World Cup, and so this was like kind of like, I actually have some buzz around the World Cup yeah. for the U.S., because yeah. I feel like we can we can get out of the group. I'm pretty... There's a couple matchups. Like, obviously, do you think we're going to get a result against England? No, but yeah, probably you not. never know. Yeah. But um, I feel like I feel comfortable with playing Iran or some of the playing teams. I kind of feel iffy about that. Yeah. I feel like we have a better chance. Yeah. Than Did we talk about the server text when it came out? Because I kind of feel that if it's against Wales, if Wales makes it through, I think the U.S. will be fine. Mm-hmm. I think if it's Scotland, I think it's a tough time because they're so defensively sound. And I also think if it's Ukraine, it'll be pretty tough. So that's if, what I was. If thinking. you're a U.S. fan, please pull for I Wales. Think, yes, I would think. I would say our hardest hardest matchup is Scotland because, like you said, they're very defensive sound. Yeah. And Ukraine has really good offense. I mean, for you know, not a big club, big club, big country, um, but they. They're they're very offensively sound with Marlos, yeah, Kona Plianka, mm-hmm. of the like. So I think we have a good shot. Yeah, and also on the Ukraine front, it'll be they'll depending on how things happen with the war as the months go on, they'll probably have some really high morale mm-hmm. or have a lot of energy to like do well to like you know lift the spirits of the country. Of so course, I would imagine that they'll be a, a tougher out because of that on an emotional scale. 
let's talk about my my team of, of choice. Um, El Tri, El Tri, sorry, Mexico. Wolf. Wolf <laughs> 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 oh boy. Um, not excited about our group. Um, I I don't think we're gonna get out. Sorry, but Argentina's really good. And Poland I don't think Poland's that good, but Lewandowski's good enough to pull them through. Yeah, that's very much uh even comparing to Real Madrid. I mean Real Madrid's a good team, but without Benzema. Yeah, they're they're not that elite, which we'll talk about later mm-hmm. at your team's expense. Um, and the fact that there's so many Mexican guys like not playing in Europe or leaving Europe, it's like, what are we doing? Like, Hector Herrera, what are you doing leaving Atletico where you were starting most of this year? Okay, let's go play for Houston. Come on, bro. Not in the World <laughs> Cup year. Do it next year if you're going to do that. I get your old. Go do it next year. Guardado is like ancient as heck, and he's still playing in Spain. So you can do it too, man. It's just that's a that's something that my mom and I talk about all the time. It's like that's the mentality of Mexican footballers is that mm-hmm. they're pretty weak um, sometimes, and they just will only care about the money, and so they'll they'll dip out and uh, you know just try to find a more comfortable spot, mm-hmm. whether that is back at home in the Mexican league or an MLS or you know whatever. So I I don't have high hopes. I mean, I'm not gonna be like shocked if we make it through because i think there's a decent chance it's not like a, mm-hmm. oh we have no shot like it'll be a miracle if we I, we can get through we're a decent team but just the team's form uh coach tata has been kind of up and down the, mm-hmm. during the qualifying cycle so i'm not too confident but we shall see any other groups that stand out france got a, a mickey mouse group yeah, besides um, Denmark. Besides Denmark. Den- Denmark's a good team, but obviously there's some of these groups, like Spain's group, where there's... Yeah. Spain, Germany, Japan. There's a group of death right yeah. there. Yeah, and is that the one Is that the one with uh, Costa Rica playoff? I think so. That I think, believe so. Yeah, that's a tough group, bro. That's a very tough group for everybody. Yeah. I, w- did I mention this to you about Canada, that I think they have a good shot? Yes, okay. you did. Yeah, Clayton and I have been texting about this like mm-hmm. pretty consistently uh, for all you listeners. I think Canada has a good shot. They're in a group with Belgium, Morocco, and Croatia. I don't think they can top the group because Belgium is like top three in the world. But Croatia has not been good since they got second in the last World Cup. They've kind of dipped. So I think Canada, they have a good chance. And they have, they have more guys playing in Europe now than they ever have between oh, yeah. Fonzie and Jonathan David and Tejan Buchanan. Um, they they also have a 39 year old captain in Ativa Hutchinson, so it's a whole another story in itself. Yeah, well, um, I think we talked about this. Is Davies going to be healthy for the World Cup? Yeah, I mean, he literally started yesterday for Bayern. He came back. That was his first game back all I year. See, I didn't know that. Yep. I didn't watch. Which any of it, it wasn't really smart because he did, he didn't look awful, but it was like he needs. Time. It felt rushed. Yeah, yeah, it felt rushed to start him especially. I thought mm-hmm. Nagelsmann should have. Uh, benched him and brought him on later, but that's for Champions League that's talk right. later. Yep. Uh, hint, hint. I think Brazil got a pretty easy group too. Um, Cameroon, Switzerland, and Serbia. Not to discount any of those teams, but Switzerland's only the really like team of concern there. And one of their best players, Shirdan Shakiri, is now in MLS. Yeah. So uh, you know, I, I don't expect that to translate well. Portugal has a pretty tough group, though. I'm not gonna lie. 
between Uruguay and Ghana and Korea or South Korea. That's that's not easy because well, Ghana they'll you know. Yeah, I don't know much about Ghana. Just they're not. The old, the they got lucky to get through. Oh, they did. Yeah, because I I think they beat Nigeria. Which that was the shock of the African well, qualifying. I think, I think that's what they said is Nigeria's like never lost. Mm-hmm. Or there was and even in Afcon, they lost in at Nigeria lost in Afcon and so Yeah. It was a big it deal that they didn't shock. make it this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Senegal, Netherlands shouldn't make it out of group A. They're in with Qatar and Ecuador, so that's a pretty that's a, another Mickey Mouse um group. That's pretty much all the groups. Um we we will a, a little a uh, hint, hint for all you listeners. As the World Cup gets closer, because in a normal year, it would be in like two months, which would be great. But because mm-hmm. it's in uh, corrupt Qatar, <laughs> and it was uh, there's a lot of bribery going on, it has to happen in November because it would be way too hot to do it right now. So, as the year goes on, uh, I'm sure not just Clayton, but I have other people in mind that I want to bring along to to talk World Cup um, and. Probably when the tournament starts, it'll be like pretty hardcore, like episode every few days or at least once a week of like, hey, like this is happening, like whatever. Like Updates pretty, on the group. Yeah, exactly. I wish they kind of did in the World Cup, they did a roll. Do they do a roll for um, the round of 16, like knockout stage, or is it pretty much, pretty much bracket to bracket? The way they do it is like the group A winner win- plays, plays the group B group. Uh, second. second, and then the group. B winner plays the group A. I thought it'd be pretty interesting because like this is what I was thinking about. As I was, I was like, Champions League always has a role. So for each round, pretty much until you get to the final yeah. two, you have a role. Yeah. So it'd be pretty interesting if they had like a World Cup role. Yeah, just like a just to switch it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'd do. I don't think they would, but it's just something interesting yeah. to think about. Yeah, and even Champions League is kind of getting away from that because you know they even used to do that through every round, and now mm-hmm. it's like. They only did the one draw before the round of 16. I think after the Manchester United slip up in the role, I think they're kind of starting to go away from it. Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay, well, like I said, we will talk more World Cup as it happens, as it gets closer, because it's still a ways away. But I I am very excited about it. I don't know about you, but I'm very excited. I'm sure we will watch many games together um, this fall or this winter, whenever it happens. So I want to let you have a little bit of – of time to, to update the listener on the Chelsea ownership situation because there has been some development, not a ton, but I know that there's some people that are trying to get involved and some of the fans are not super thrilled about a certain group that wants to buy the team. So why don't you uh, give the listeners a little update? Um, so obviously Abramovich isn't really going to sell to anybody. It's not just whoever has the money, sell it. He wants it in good hands. Of course, whoever's going to take care of the club – there's been many groups of people. It's not necessarily one single-handed person. It's a lot of businesses. So um, one of the business groups that's actually an American-based, um, they own like the Boston Celtics and a bunch of other teams in America, and they're wanting to expand into European football. And that's kind of the group that's kind of like, hey, like we need to keep this, you know, local. You know, we don't need any of these other american groups because mm-hmm. there's already a lot in prem especially because, in the big clubs because especially in london a lot of them see american as like you know money hungry they're not mm-hmm. like a very they're not very versed in european football because obviously they're not you know they don't go and see it every day like the mls right. and european are very different in the style of play just everything yeah leadership everything and so we do actually have a 
Saudi and Saudi Arabian fan like oil company. That's actually oh really. Mm-hmm. So I thought huh, that was pretty interesting. That. Um, I think his net worth is over four or five billion euros or dollars, something like that, some ridiculous. Um, but there's a lot of people who have a lot of money that are very interested, and it's like five or six different groups. Okay. There's been offers, but you know, obviously Abramovich has his standard of to mm-hmm. how much money he wants. Because, like I told you in the last episode that we talked about, like he's the net profit that he gets from the sale, he's donating it to, all to Ukraine mm-hmm. to relief funds. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is super great that he's doing that. The only bit that I knew going into this was the Ricketts family, and that they don't like the fans are like, no, because the, he's a what's what was the the deal that he said some stuff like a few years ago. That was uh Yeah, he said something that kind of just riled everybody up. Yeah. That I people remember. it was kinda like a red flag for everybody. Like, yeah. hey, we need to stay away from these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Okay. Cool beans. Well, as that goes on, we will obviously update and discuss it more. Now let's talk about the league. We're as we always do, we'll start bottom up. Relegation is starting to get very, very clear now. Um, now that Leeds have started to pick up some steam, they've been playing really well under Jesse March, much to my... Uh, uh, much to all of our surprise. Yeah, much to all of our surprise. I'll take the L on that one for sure. We'll talk about them here in a sec. But there was a massive uh, game yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. Uh, Burnley and Everton. That Burnley won 3-2. And so now Burnley is in 18th, and they're a point back of Everton, who's in 17th. Mm-hmm. And as we were just talking about before we got on the air, Everton has Liverpool, <laughs> United, Tottenham, and Leicester, like, all in the next, like, four games. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, I mean, what what do you think about it now? Like, now that it's it's pretty much between Everton, Burnley. Well, it's really, I mean, Norwich is out. Uh, Everton, Watford. Burnley, and Watford. That's kind of the three fighting for those to not be in those last two spots. I think that I will. I think I've said this before. I can't remember what I predicted last episode. I think I don't. I don't see Everton. I think they're dropping, and they even might. I think Watford might even make a push to fight out a relegation zone. Yeah, because I, mean, I can see this going to the last day. Yeah, they're only three points back. Of, or three points, like, behind Everton. So, well, Everton and Burnley also have a game in hand. I did not know that. Um, so, mm-hmm. I, yeah. yeah, I'm with you. I think Burnley's going to find a way. <laughs> yeah. I think they're going to find a way out, man. They're just, they're just destined. Because mm-hmm. looking at the rest of the table, uh, Leeds, it has 30. They have a five-point gap between them and Everton. And Newcastle's dropped. I didn't know they lost three in a row. I thought they lost only two. So that's shocker. They're back to 15th with 31 points. They lost They lost to Everton. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they've also lost to... They lost to somebody big the other day. They lost to Chelsea. Oh, yeah, they got 5-1 by Tottenham. That's what it was. That was the big deal. But uh, And then they play tomorrow at Wolves. So we'll see what happens there. But they should be fine. And then Brentford and uh, Brighton, they're, they're fine. They're like nine or ten points up. Yeah, man. Frankie is not the guy. I know we talked about him a little bit last episode, and we talked about him countless times off air, but he's not the guy. Not just for Everton, but just like in general. He's just not – I don't think he's cut out for Prem right I now. I, I think he think needs he to is. go 
get some more experience elsewhere, whether that's back in the championship or even go play somewhere or go coach somewhere else in Europe, you know, mm-hmm. in like a like Bundes two or or even in like a mid tier like a mid tier like Serie A squad or, or a mid tier like French team or something like that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, not great. Not great that they're with all that talent that they have, that they're Yeah. Uh, they're about to be out of it. Mm-hmm. And so we've talked about that last episode that fire sale will be coming if they do get out. So sorry Brian Gill, who I just saw. Um your team is probably going down. I think he knows it though. So any other thoughts on relegation? Yeah, I think it's gonna be Everton, Watford, Norwich. Okay. Yeah. I think Burnley gets out. Yeah, it's probably by like a point or two. On yeah, the that's last what I'm day. saying. I think it's gonna be last day, but I think that Burnley kind of squeaks by. But um, like I said, I honestly wouldn't be surprised. Just going into next year, I think I I think that Everton can maybe fight for their chance back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You never know, like, what kind of mindset these players go with with getting relegated. And I don't – is Richarlison staying? I would imagine not. In a World Cup year, no. I think he's going to try to go play somewhere else. But then they would get a lot of money for him and, like, DLC and, uh, you know, who, the guys who just got – I mean, uh, does Deli Alley want to stay at that does point? Does Van de Beek want to stay? Does Van de Beek want to stay? Exactly. So. Well, I don't think – this is also I don't know if we were talking about this, but I mean, have you seen Manchester United's new manager? Oh, uh, Eric. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I think, think Donny will want to come I back. Think, yes, I think Donny's coming back. Which, that, if that's the case, then good for him. Maybe he'll play good because that's the last time he. Ever, well, he's been okay at Everton, but like he he's, was. Well, obviously Everton's squad is like we talked about last time. It's like the Deli Alley was kind of like, hey, we need to have some creativity in the squad, right. and so. Obviously, it didn't work out. And I think Van der Beek is very box-to-box, where it's mostly, like, he can create chances, but he's not that, you know, that number number nine, like, in a false nine or something like yeah, that. Yeah. He's mostly a more holding midfielder rather than an attacking midfielder. Right, yeah, for sure. Okay, we, we were just talking about leads, so let's really talk about them now. Oh, boy, they've won two of their last three. The other of those three they drew. And they now have, like I said, 30 points. How good has Jesse been for them? Because they look just sound. They don't look like like chaos, you know? Yeah, I wouldn't say they're like an exceptional team. You know, they're not like a Barcelona tiki-taka. They're not like a Man City holding the possession. But they look sound. They look like, even though they're not probably producing the most goals, they look sound. They're creating more chances, especially more... More so than without Marsh. Mm-hmm. So obviously, there's they have some confidence in Marsh and that they feel comfortable playing under him rather mm-hmm. than before. Yeah, yeah. It just looks more like you know, like sound. Like I said, and organized. Not to say that it wasn't disorganized against Bielsa, but their style of play just made it like seem that way. And so good for him for having them buy in because they seem to be like pretty like okay, we're going to trust this guy even though, like, we have all the reason not to because he's young, he's not that experienced, he's American, like, all those things. I've, I've been pretty surprised uh, with the job that he's done. So mm-hmm. good on him, good on the players, too, for responding well, you know. Oh, yeah. And they've, like, we've talked about this before, they've had a, a strange year with injuries with Bamford being in and out and Calvin Phillips being in and out and 
especially up front, like all their like creative attacking guys and like having to have Rodrigo like step up and Rafinha step up, all those different things. So it's it's cool to see them, you know, respond well because I, they all loved Bielsa too. Their whole f- club did, the mm-hmm. supporters, the players, they all did too. So it's interesting that they've done as well as they have like so far. A team that, that just, uh, you know, handed you guys an L – um, sorry, I, I'm talking about a team that, yeah, I'll let it so. Team at your expense, Brentford. Um, man, they played really well <laughs> at Sanford Bridge. They the other did. Day. They did. Oh man, just like carving up uh, the Chelsea defense. Any thoughts on Thomas Frank's squad? They have 33 points now. They're in 14th. They will definitely be back next year, barring a massive collapse. Oh, they're going to. They're yeah. gonna. They're going to come back stronger than ever. Um, I think the Christian Eriksen signing is just proven to be, you know, a glove fit. Because obviously he scored against us. Mm-hmm. And he's been playing exceptionally well. Um, and that, you know, they're just I, – I don't – I could see him finishing top 10 next year. Well, obviously not top 10, but, you know, 10 to 12. Yeah. Around that, around that area. I kinda, They kind of give me, like, Sheffield – United like kind of vibes where they're sitting around yeah. eight nine, you know they're that team that's just like scary, you know they're yeah. not that they're not the most electrifying team, but they're gonna give you give you a run for your money, that's for sure. And I think that differentiating from Sheffield, they have guys that are just more cut out for the league because the the problem with Sheffield is that second year everybody figured out oh like we know what they're doing and they got run out of the league real quickly. Whereas with Brentford, I think they have a, a more solid manager and they have the personnel. Like, and Buemo's been amazing. Ivan Tony's mm-hmm. been great. Obviously, Christian Eriksen. I hope they sign him to a long-term deal because he's yeah. technically still on a six-month mm-hmm. deal. I, I see some. I saw some funny about Ivan Tony. Is there one of the fans? And, you know, he was driving. You know, all those kind of, you know, fan footballer mm-hmm. like when they're when they're in their car. Yeah. Like, oh my god! Like, who are you? And they're like. Like Yvonne Tony, he's like they're asking him like who, wh- what team he plays for, and he's like, don't worry about it. <laughs> so uh, there's been like multiple because I did my research. I was like, that's kind of weird, you know, for a player to say that about his club. Yeah, he's not you know super happy in the situation that he's in. Yeah, and there's multiple videos where he just like disses Brentford. Huh. And it's just the weirdest, weirdest huh. thing. That is odd, but like. Is he trying to force a move out by doing that? I would. It's the most yeah. It's the most subtle under the radar thing, huh? Because you would think that'd be bigger news if that's true. Yeah, it's just kind of it's just really weird, and it kind of just you know raised my eyebrows to like, does he actually want to move or is he just kind of just being funny? Yeah, you know. Huh. I don't know. That's maybe that's something that comes up this summer. Villa has been weird. Southampton has been weird. Brighton has been just bad lately. But one team that has started to pick up, besides Leicester, is Crystal Palace. Can we show some love to uh, Patrick Vieira for a sec? Yes. Because I did not expect him to have this team, like, bought in, like, now. I thought it would take a little bit longer, like, going in the next year for them to, like, you know, put it together. But they're sitting pretty in ninth place right now. And... I mean, they're. I mean, they're not gonna fight for a European spot because there's a big gap between them and uh, Wolves. But I mean, they they look good. I mean, obviously one of your boys Gallagher is there, but besides him, like 
they had some good signings over the summer. Zaha like looks like he wants to be there as opposed to like the last couple of years with Hodgson. It's like, eh, is this guy going to be here much longer? Yeah. You know? So thoughts on Palace? Very fun to see. It's just awesome. Like even like having, you know, cause I occasionally watch him from time to time because you know, Connor Gallagher, he's, he said some pretty, pretty intense stuff. Like I talked about last episode, like mm-hmm. him, if he doesn't, he isn't in the Chelsea squad. Like he wants out. Like kind of a similar situation to Xavier Simmons yeah. at uh, PSG, mm-hmm. and so it'll be pretty interesting to kind of see where he fits into the Chelsea team. But like from, like that's the person that you want to play under. Like if you're a holding midfielder, attacking midfielder, anywhere in the midfield, you want to learn from Patrick Vieira. Yeah, because he's arguably one of the best midfielders of all time. Yeah. So I think he's in the right spot, and I wouldn't be surprised if. Palace tries to have a buy option for Gallagher. Yeah, or extend his loan. Or extend his loan, or even, you know, after his loan spell ends and he comes back to Chelsea, I wouldn't be surprised they put in an offer for him. Yeah, of like, I don't know, like 30, 40 Mm -hmm. million pounds. Yeah, 30, 40, but Chelsea's been kind of money hungry because obviously with the whole Abramovich situation, so they might ask for a ton of money. Because even like... We were in the run for Holland for a while, but uh, after this whole thing, yeah, probably it not. Seem like, and did you see what Jurgen said about it? Mm-hmm. It's like, too nope. big for yeah. your club. Yeah, yeah. Which, well, like, I agree. Like, mm-hmm. I agree. Like, I'm, I'm okay with that. I've kind of given up. On, I would rather have Killian more than I would Holland. That's just me, though, because I think he fits better in the Liverpool system more than Erling does. That's just me. I think he's going to Rio. I think so too. I think he's probably going to stay one more year at PSG and then leave. Yeah. Well, did you see the bid that they're going to try to offer him the captaincy in order for him to stay, like PSG is? Oh, man. Yeah. Like, they're willing to do that so that he doesn't leave. Who's their captain now? Is it Messi or Neymar? No, it's Marquinhos. That's random. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with that front three, you would think one of them would be the captain. Well, he's, I mean, Marquinhos has been there the longest. So yeah. That's he, re- true. he replaced uh, Thiago Silva when he yeah. switched over to y'all. So. Just uh, that Brazilian center back uh, transition, you know. Well, I mean? David Luiz is there too, so that's all Ash, they do. Yeah, they yeah, they all, just get Brazilian. They center just backs. get these upper twenty <laughs> center backs from Brazil, and then they leave on freeze. It's yeah. just like that's just how they do. They yeah. just cycle them out. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure that'll happen with Marquinhos when he inevitably uh, is not under contract <laughs> in like five years. Marquinhos, welcome to Chelsea <laughs> in the next five six years. Oh my gosh, should we talk about United now? Do you really want to? I mean, is it worth our time? I nah, mean, I'm <laughs> we we kind of have to in the sense uh-huh. of like, well, not just the the Ten Hag, is that his name? Uh, the Eric manager Van Hog, something like that. Something like that. Uh, besides him, but just the fact that they look bad, mm-hmm. they're not gonna make top four, you guys. No, they're not. Nope. Nope. They uh, the conference league bound. What is Conference League? So I know five is Europa League. So is it six and seven? That's I think Conference it's just League, or six. is it just six? I think it's just six. There might be a playoff within sevens, just depending on placements of other mm-hmm. leagues and stuff. But that would be pretty cool to see, mm-hmm. like a a seven and eight playing, and then the winner of that plays the six. Or, okay. Or you know that'd be kind of interesting just for Premier League. Yeah. I know I'm very optimistic even with the World Cup having a draw, you know, for like a knockout stage. But, I mean, it's something to think about. Yeah. Make uh, it more competitive yeah. if it wants to be up there like a Europa League or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so since it looks inevitable that they're going to not make top four, just based on their form, 
Who is staying beyond this year and who goes? I already have one that's for sure going to leave. Okay. Marcus Rashford. Okay. He's I, leaving. I agree. Pogba's gone. Pogba's gone. Um, I want to say Ronaldo's gone because why right. would he not want to play Champions League? Like at this point, it was. But where this is my question because I agree with you. I think that he's going to leave if he doesn't get top four and make Champions League. But where, but where would, he, would go? he go? Yeah, that's the tough part. I mean, knowing PSG, they're going to try to probably go to City. Him. Gross. That was the weirdest thing. Can we take a second? I yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was the weirdest thing whenever they linked him to City. Yeah, and he like, was like really close to actually signing. Yeah, there. I was like, I didn't think it was that serious. I thought it was just like one of those, you know, like, oh my gosh, like FC Dallas is going to sign Messi on a free. Like, yeah. it was like some like that where it was just like you never would have thought. Yeah. But I mean, I would. It's happened before, yeah. because Luis Figo. Played for Real and, and Barca. Yeah. And Carlos Tevez played for City and United. Uh-huh. So it was just like, yeah. it wouldn't be uncommon. It is uncommon, but it's been done before. But at yeah. the same time, with a, of a player that of that high magnitude, that would be like Thierry Henry going to play for Real Madrid. Yeah. Which I did think, um, I don't know if you noticed this, they showed him on the Champions League broadcast of being in the stands at uh-huh. Yeah, I did. I, I did thought see it that. was weird because he played for Arsenal. Chelsea's one of the biggest London, you know, yeah. the London Derby. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Real Madrid's playing, and he played for Barca. So I was like, this is very ironic. Yeah. He's sitting there. And maybe he just wanted teams. to watch a good game. Oh, it's going to be a good game, but I just thought it was like yeah. two polar like, What are you doing there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of City, we're going to talk about City later. But did you see the report today that, like, Brazil is trying to hire Pep after the World Cup? What? Yeah. And they're, like, according to the report, it was like, we are confident that he will sign with us. That so, is crazy. Can you imagine him leaving to go coach a national team just in general, but with Brazil specifically? Maybe that keeps Neymar around because Neymar has been hinting like this might be my last World Cup. Like, I don't know if I want to keep playing international ball. Maybe he stays around he's a little gonna, longer. Dude, that's going to be scary. Because if you think about it, because I was watching old videos of him at Bayern, meaning Pep. Yeah, at, yeah, yeah. And, like, how Kimmich, he used to be in Kimmich's face every single second the camera was on him. Yeah. And I was like, think of that with, like, a, um, you know, all those young center backs, Gabrielle, like, Emerson mm. Royale. Yeah. Like, players like that, they're going to become these absolute beasts in these Euro teams. And it's just yeah. – and even with the creativity, you know, Barcelona – or Barcelona. Brazil is, like, a very – you know, they're very flashy. Very and with Pep, obviously there's a little bit, but he's very cutthroat, you know. Yeah. So it'll be... All uh, about recycling possession, all about, yes. you know, those things. So it'll be pretty interesting. Anybody else from United that's going to go besides Rashford and Pogba? Or d- are you in or out on Ronaldo leaving? I think he's gone if they don't make Champions League. I'm kind of mixed. Okay. Like, it's like, yes, I can see it happening, but where would he go? You know, sure. that's my thing. Is I think he'll stay with the new manager. Okay. Anybody I'll, else? I think he'll take a year off. Oh, that would be interesting. Yeah. Or, or he, uh, well, it's all, it's also World Cup here. I was going to say, maybe he makes his infamous move to Miami now. <laughs> Especially since uh, they're going to be looking for a striker soon, too, anyway. Did you see that Higuain's retiring? Yeah, After he's, this year? he's bad. Yeah, he is awful. I saw a clip of <laughs> him. Of him doing warm-ups? <laughs> yes. Dude, so bad. I was like, bro. I was this like, man bro, is ancient. My left foot's better than that. Yeah. And I'm right-footed. <laughs> and I don't play soccer. Yeah. 
He is awful. Don't watch Inter Miami, you guys. They're not a fun team to watch in MLS. Mm-mm. There's not a lot of fun teams to watch in MLS, but don't watch Inter Miami, even though they seem to be fun. I'm trying to think of who else. I mean, Sancho just got there, so he'll stay. Um, Probably. Obviously, Alanga is part of their future. Mm-hmm. Fred will stay. I kind of hope Fred stays because I don't like Fred. <laughs> Actually, um, you know what? Thinking about it, I do have an unpopular opinion. Very, very hot. Like this very is hot a take? very hot take. Hot take. I need to make like a hot take jingle or something. Yes, you do. <laughs> um I can see De Gea leaving. E dude. I mean, it's him or Dean Henderson. One of them's gotta leave this summer. Cause Dean is ready to go play like regularly. He's too good yeah. to sit on their bench. That's what I'm saying. And so he's getting to this age where, you know, he either goes to I can see him going back to Spain. Because he yeah. he did have that move to Real Madrid like three or four years ago, and it fell through at the last yeah. second. But where would he go though? Spain. But like, where, like what team? Valencia. He played at he played at Atletico, but I they have Oblak. yeah they have Oblak, and he's he's not. Oh, what if he went to Barca? Well, they have Ter Stegen. Yeah, but. It, is there Stegen like that now though? He's kind of he's kind of dropped a little bit. He's hit and miss. I don't think he's as consistent as he was. Yeah, but it's pretty interesting to think about. Yeah, you never know with all these other teams. Yeah, you know, who's who's Betis' goalkeeper? Yeah, you know you yeah. see teams like that, mm-hmm. and so who's Villarreal's keeper? Asenjo. Yeah, I, I don't know. I play too. I play too much FIFA. You do <laughs> Fiddle. I'll throw this out there. Dennis and I kind of compete yes. a little bit in Fiddle. If y'all don't know what Fiddle is, yeah, everybody knows about Wordle. It's basically that, but for soccer players, and it's very fun. We text each other our scores every day. Yeah, he beats me in basketball most of the time, and yeah. Fiddle's kind of – it's closer competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, like, the other day I was like, I give up. <laughs> yeah, and I got it on my fifth try. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just because I play way too much FIFA. Yeah, exactly. And then – we also played Pirtle, which is the NBA version, which mm-hmm. are both very fun. You, you guys should play them. And uh, then now I've gotten onto Wardle, and Dennis is like, nope, I don't nope, know much about it. Nope, them. I'm good. <laughs> That's too much for me. Uh, my friends are trying to get me into Hurdle, which is like the music, like play 10 seconds uh, song mm-hmm. one. No, I couldn't do I it. I saw one about movies. Is like, I don't know what it's called, but they have like a snippet of a scene of a movie. And I was like, no. Okay. Uh, I was like, no, it's too much. Oh, that's a, I don't remember the name of it. Scene or Watchol or something. Watchol, like, yeah. Something some, like that. Something cheesy. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Top four. Who gets fourth? I, it's pretty obvious now. Well, I'm, I don't want to discount West Ham. I don't either. But it's really between Tottenham and Arsenal now at this rate. Who's getting it? Why are you asking me? I, My we, two London rivals. I know. But it's for the purpose of the pod, for the purpose of this discussion, who gets it? They're pretty Two crappy teams. Like, London is blue. We all know that. Sure. I just want to throw that out there yeah. before I make my decision. Ah, me too. Me too. I don't think Arsenal has the form like they had, had earlier in the year, mm-hmm. right? When, bon- when Arsenal, or Arsenal, yeah, Arsenal, you know, let go of Mbappé. Uh, Mbappé. Yeah. Like, every M name is mixing, mixing me up. I don't think they're at that form. And Tottenham's been playing really well, especially mm-hmm. you know from the last game that we talked about with Tottenham beating City. 
and just kind of the current form. I mean, any Premier League team, I'll, I'll keep saying this, any Premier League team can compete in another, you know, competition yeah. and play really well no matter yep. what scale, you know, how high up they are in their other leagues, like a like a top-four team in Serie A, like a top-four team in La Liga. So scoring five goals against the Premier League squad, no matter who it is, it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, they were kind of destroying teams. Going back to even February 26, they 4-0'd Leeds, and then they 5-0'd Everton, and then they 2-0'd Brighton. They 5-1 Newcastle. They 3-1'd West Ham. The only blunder they've had was that United game where CR7 just, like, he just... That was just a good goal. Yeah, like you can't, he's had three really great goals, and you can't do anything about it. Yeah, that's... I think they've been playing well, and I wish I could still see him in the Conference League. That'd be yeah. pretty interesting to think about. Um, I don't know what happened with that because obviously they just kind of gave up on you, it. Well, that and you can't watch those games. No, it's on Paramount. Oh, it is. Yeah, I haven't been watching. Yeah, I probably need to next year. I really want to. Right now, there's four, or three games, or yeah, three games happening right now. Leicester's playing PSV. Roma's playing somebody, and Marseille's playing somebody. Go Tammy. Go Tammy. Okay, I also agree. Tottenham, just they are in the better form. I think they have the better coach. They have the better attack options mm-hmm. than Arsenal does because you're relying too much on Lacazette. And Harry Kane and Hyoming Son and Kulu are obviously, are obviously uh, on different levels better. Um, not to say Saka has been bad. Not to say Martinelli's bad. But I just, you know, I'd rather take Tottenham's guys over Arsenal's guys right mm-hmm. now. And Partey has been very weird. Um, their midfield has been really weird lately. Um, it's just interchanging so much. Yeah. 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 So I think Tottenham gets it. And Arsenal makes Europa League, which is, that's not terrible. I mean, they're in Europe. It'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about your guys first. And then we'll talk about the big game between my team and City this weekend. But why don't you talk about this, the state of Chelsea? We're winning the league. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we Maybe are, next year. We've been out of the race for about a two, while now. About two weeks now. We still hold third place. I still think we're going to hold third place. Um, Be pretty firm at this point. A lot of people that I know are telling me that Chelsea's finished. I was like, no. And then coming from a Man United fan, who's probably not even going to be playing in Europe. So mm-hmm. I think I just don't know even with our current situation with Rudiger's contract. Um, I don't think we're going to be able to re-sign him just because of our money situation. Yeah. So it just sucks. But hey, at I least Christensen like will be gone. Much to your pleasure, now that he, you know, has had some bad games lately. Yes, a la yesterday. Yes, yesterday. <laughs> and I'm texting Dennis nonstop. He needs to get off the pitch. Get off the pitch. Get off the pitch. Uh, and, and he's saying that in a much nicer way than when he texted yes. me. Yes. <laughs> I. It's nothing bad, you know. I don't hate Christensen, but you know, we're gonna talk about it later with the whole UCL games. But it's just like when you have. Vinicius Jr., you would imagine that they would put the faster center back on the outside. Mm-hmm. I think Christensen's perfectly fine playing in the center yeah. of the th- five back yeah, yeah, yeah. and putting Rudiger on the side. But Rudiger also likes coming up as well as, you know, the wing back. So yeah. it's just like kind of interesting. It's just interesting how he kind of played that out yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, they just look weird right now in both competitions. Obviously, we'll talk about yesterday's game later. But even in the Brentford game, it's like, 
those moments where you're not as sharp, you're not as well. I don't on think it was because we're short, um, or you know, we didn't play. I mean, there's a mixture of it, but yeah. also we weren't playing a five back. You know, Tuchel wants to incorporate everything, and I think this is like the perfect time to do it because obviously you're preparing for UCL competition mm-hmm. against much tougher opponents. Do you think you can get away with a four back? have a more traditional back line and, yeah. you know, have more people forward. Yeah. It was interesting. Like, obviously, is it the best result? No, but that's, that's kind of the perfect time to really, you know, experiment with your squad a little bit. Yeah. Shout out Kai, though. Kai's been awesome this year. I I will I will give him his, his due, his props. I kind of made the uh, assumption last year. Last year, he was probably worth about $30 million just off of the way he played. Sure. He's starting to, uh, you know, play, like, more like his price tag. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Not Werner, not Lukaku. So, but Yeah, Lukaku can go back to enter. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. That header yesterday. Oh, brutal. How brutal. do you miss that, man? Brutal. I don't know. When's the last time he scored? That wasn't the penalty against uh, Liverpool in the Carabao final? Uh, he scored about uh, scored against Lutton. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, him and Timo both did, right? Yep. Okay, which that was like a month ago. Yeah, they can go play in the championship. They're really good championship players. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Maybe uh, maybe he, Lukaku can go back to Everton. I know you can't see me right now, but I'm giving Dennis a very stern <laughs> He's giving looking. me the steak. Yeah, that is no. <laughs> hey, at least I could see Clayton's reactions today as opposed to the last couple episodes where the mic situation yeah. prevented me from seeing his camera. Yeah, I just don't have a camera on my PC. Yeah, so. it's fine. It's fine. It's not a big deal. <laughs> Okay. I was I literally got a haircut, but I forgot people can't see me. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all of our priorities are mixed up. Maybe maybe one day we'll do video podcasts. Ooh, hey Gabe, if you want to support the podcast, there's a link in the show notes so that we can maybe do this one day. But also five of you listen to this, so I don't know if it really matters. Anyway, <laughs> um, any thoughts on Chelsea? Any more thoughts? I think we're in a decent spot. We're not in the best spot. We're not playing the best, but I think that we set ourselves up for a good position yeah. to even, you know, with all hell breaking loose, we're still in a good spot. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so big, 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 big game this weekend between my team, Liverpool, and Manchester City at the Etihad. One point separates the two. I think it's pretty obvious that this decides the title, yeah? Like, pretty much. Yeah, it will. Especially if City wins. You, if you win this game, it's a higher chance of you winning the league. Right. City would go up four points if they were to win, while Liverpool would overtake them and have a two-point gap. Obviously, I'm, I'm stressed as heck. But I feel really, really good about the state of the team right now. Everybody's healthy. Um, not any, Even Trent um, has been playing decent. Um, knock on wood. You, yeah, know. you said everyone yeah. was healthy. Yeah, yeah. knock on wood. Uh, thank you. Diaz has been unreal. And just the fact that there's that attacking option. We have five really good attackers between Mo, Sadio, Diogo, Firmino, and uh, Luis. He's been really great both in both competitions in Champions League. I mean, he scored the other day and uh, in the league as well. Um, the midfield seems to be in a good spot. Obviously, as I say, every time there's a big game, what Klopp does with the midfield will impact the game. So I don't know if Naby is the right choice at midfield uh, for this weekend. I think you can bring him off the bench and that's fine. But I, I mean, I'm, I'm the stan of just start Thiago, Henderson, and Fabinho. I yeah. mean, that's the most consistent. And then if you need to, you can always 
bring Nabby on later. You can throw Harvey in. I'm curious to see. This is a question I haven't had to ask before. Who starts in the front three? Does he end up doing Luis Sadio Mo like he did in Champions League? Does he bring Diogo back on? I honestly think Diogo will start. Yeah, I think Sunday. Diego's going to start, and then they're going to bring on Diaz or Like Firmino. halfway through, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because from the games that I've seen, obviously you watch more Liverpool than I do. The games that I saw, Jota plays very well in the very beginning of the game. Yeah. And then Diaz is the more, you know, firecracker. Yeah. Hey, let's turn up everything yeah. Yeah. later in the game. Yeah, because he's pretty fearless, which I love mm-hmm. that about him. I think the center back pairing will be Matip and... Uh, no giraffe. And I want to see Kanate. I really do. I what's funny? There's a person on Twitter, a Liverpool reporter that I follow, who said that Kanate has kind of made the Champions League his competition, and it's been proven true because he's really only plays there. He doesn't really play in Prem like that. So I would imagine. But this, but for this game with getting results and you know, obviously in the Champions League, I wouldn't be surprised if he does. Sure, I wouldn't be surprised if even he comes on as a later sub. But you only have three, so Jurgen has to be careful about who he picks because you don't have five, even though they should have five. I like five. Yeah, I think five is a good number, even in a post-COVID world. Very curious to see what Pep does as far as his midfield. Well, not his attacking, really. Like, Because what they did yesterday was they started uh, Bernardo, Mares, and Sterling. Is that what it was? I'm pretty sure that started. I think so. Or Tuesday. And then they brought on Foden and somebody else. I'm curious to see if he starts Foden. I'm almost positive he can start Foden up top with Raheem and I would assume Bernardo. Yeah, or Riyad. Or Mara. I, think yeah. it's, I, I personally have a more liking to Mara. Yeah, than I do Bernardo. too. I do too. I, I really don't like Silva. I just think. I don't either. He, there's something about him that rugs, he's very rugs o- me the wrong he's way. He's very overhyped, and I saw a lot of things as they compare Bernardo and Bruno, and they're like, oh, you know, Bernardo's clear, but Bruno has no. all these. Bruno has all And these I don't stuff. like Bruno, but Bruno's definitely a better I'm player. I'm not a big fan of Bruno, you know, obviously, but he's. I think he's a better, he's a better player than Bruno. So. Yeah, I 100% agree. Maybe not in Portugal, like national team, but definitely – Club-wise, there's, mm-hmm. a, there's a gap, I think. Like I said, I'm stressed, but I, I feel really confident. As opposed to, I remember the game two or three years ago when we were up 10 points and we played in January against City, and I was nervous, and I didn't feel confident. I felt I was like, eh, I think we're going to lose this game, and we ended up losing the game, and we lost the title. I don't feel that way this year. I feel really strong about our chances, and I'm going to let you predict before I say my prediction. Obviously, no, I think you need to go first. Mine's pretty boring. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say we win 2-1. to one. I think Diaz not playing right now for City. I think that gives us a better chance to get through on goal um, with a Laporte Stones center back. Because Diaz is really good, and he's always played good against Liverpool. I think Stones is pretty shaky, um, even though he's had some good mm-hmm. form like this year and even going back to last year. It's going to be so drama-filled. It's going to be a pretty great game, I hope. 2-1, Liverpool. 2-2. Two, two. Okay. I would be fine with I that. I don't think there's – I if if it's not 2-2, I don't think there's a winner. I think it's going to be a draw because this is the this is mindset, my, my mindset going into it. Man City is going to do everything in their power to equalize. Like, mm-hmm. let's just say, hypothetically, y'all take a lead. Yeah. They're going to try their hardest to yeah. get it back. Throw everything. And yep. then they're just going to 
pull an Atletico Madrid and go seven in the back. Yeah. Because I think that if y'all get a win, it's going to be scary for them, and they're going to go into – I don't – I don't know really how to word this, but if y'all get a win, it's going to be scary for them. They're going to get shaken up. I think if anything in their power, they're going to get a draw where they at least keep their lead and points. I mean, obviously, I wouldn't be like happy, but I'd be like, eh, okay, whatever. I don't. It, we we can't lose. I mean, neither team can lose. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it'd be better than nothing. I care way, way, way more about this game than I do when we play them again in a week for FA Cup mm-hmm. because like. I would much rather win the league than I would FA Cup. I mean, obviously, let's try for the quadruple, but I don't care about that as much. I just don't. Yeah. I would much. I w- I want to win this prime again, and I w- and I want for the team. I want them to win it with fans, like in the stadium, because this is not an original thought, but it felt like robbery a couple years ago when COVID started, and then the season got postponed, and then they had to do the trophy ceremony like in with an empty nobody. like stadium at Anfield. No parade. Yeah, exactly. None of that. So I want that full stadium experience to happen this year. So if we if we win this game and we lose like five nothing in the FA semifinal, so be it. Whatever. Like that's fine. But like I said, I care way more way more about this game. So Jurgen, please pick the right team. Please pick the right team. And I hope Pep overthinks because he loves to overthink. But we'll see. He does. Champions League. Yeah. Yes. So. There are actually before we do Champions League, there's let me update everybody on Europa League because there's Europa games happening right now. West Ham and Leon are tied 0 0 at half. Frankfurt and Barca are tied 0 0 at half. Braga is up 1 0 on Rangers. West Ham has somebody already with a red card. That would oh, Cresswell. Interesting. And then uh, Leipzig and Atalanta played to a draw today. Um, so that's. The update on the quarter is quarterfinals in Europa too, yeah. It should be, right? I think so. Cool. Um Champions League. So the first legs ended yesterday for the quarterfinals. In review, on Tuesday there was Man City beating Atletico one nothing in the, the five five formation show that Simeone put on. And then Liverpool beat Benfica three to one in Portugal. And then yesterday Villarreal surprisingly beat Bayern. Um, I mean, kind of surprisingly. Kind of surprised, but you know, Lewandowski is going to score four goals now. Yeah, yeah, one nothing in Spain, and then Real Madrid, aka the Kareem Benzema show, Hattie, Hattie trick on Chelsea three one. Thoughts on those games, and give us preview before the second legs next week. Um, I kind of predicted that Atletico was going to do that because that's mm-hmm. what Simeon loves to do in the first he leg, sure no matter who he plays. Yep. And I keep saying it, he played six and seven in the back with against Chelsea. I mean, in he the really first pl- leg. yeah, he really like and twelve part in the of back. This, yeah, might as well just put him back there too. But he, I like his creativity though. I don't like his antics, but I think his creativity with playing, obviously with a less defensive minded team, I think he does a great job of. You know, coming up with these disguises, these game plans against these big teams. Because when was the last time Man City's score had a one 0 win? Hardly ever. Uh, yeah, a long you know time I mean? ago. Yeah. I think the next leg will be pretty interesting. I think Atletico is going to keep playing Atletico ways of just playing counterattack. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes, from what I see in Man City, is they always love to push up. You know, they want to hold possession. They want to have everyone up there. And I think that Atletico is quick enough to get to that back line for sure. So 
wouldn't be surprised if it goes to pens or extra time next leg. It's going to be real interesting to see how Atletico starts the next game because I almost feel like they kind of have to score pretty quickly in order to have a chance, you know, and they got to make sure. And they're going to have to – I mean, they can't play 10 in the back again. Um, But at the expense of that, they're going to be open, and is City going to capitalize on it? Probably. But – Obviously, Atletico's not out of it, but I definitely think City will go through. But it could just be like a 2 nothing like aggregate, which that's fine. Liverpool obviously played really well. Mm-hmm. Diaz played really well. I talked about it that earlier. That Benfica goal was off a blunder from Canate, which, you know, it happens. So not too concerned. Not too concerned about next week either. I think we'll be th- fine, um, especially after how stressful last round was with Inter. Well, it's almost the same situation. They needed two goals, but that's not... A, this team is not as good as I would, uh, But I wouldn't... This is what I was telling you is because remember you told me what was your prediction for the Benfica game? I said like two some, zip or something. Yeah, two zip. Because this is my thing is I... Even last year when Chelsea played Porto, I was kind of scared just because they're... That's all they have. Yeah. The Champions League. Yeah. It's like I mentioned with the um the Club World Cup. Yeah. Some of those Brazilian teams, you know, that's what they yeah. play for. That's their that's their Champions yeah, League. Yeah, or Tigres uh, or, last year. Yeah, so that's their that's their Champions League. So they go all out for that and they always play with a sense of passion mm-hmm. and they play really well. No, I'm not discrediting Liverpool, but I would just say, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they score a goal early in the second leg. Yeah. And it kinda puts you on your heels. Yeah. But if Liverpool played the way that they did the first leg, I feel like they're going to be, be fine. Yep, yeah, they're going to be fine. Yep. Darwin Nunez is awesome, though. I hope a big club picks him up this summer because he's had some crazy stats. You want to talk about Chelsea or you want to talk about Villarreal? I'll do Chelsea okay. last. I, you already talked about it, but it's not that surprising, but it's also definitely not going to be surprising when the inevitable like 5 nothing Byron win happens next week mm-hmm. in Germany. But shout out to Villarreal. They, I mean, they they had another goal that they had that was called offside. They just found pockets where they were able to carve up their defense. And like I said earlier, I don't think Nagelsmann should have started Davies so soon. But I don't. I just don't think that Byron is gonna do that again, especially at home. They're so good at home anyway. So this is kind of giving me Salzburg vibes. Mm. First leg, they always kind of. I don't. I wouldn't say they play timid because obviously they're very very experience when it comes to European competition. So I don't think it's that. I think they play really relaxed and but some of these teams that play Bayern they score in the first half yeah. or so and then, you know, they turn it up. Yeah, yeah. So Oh my. Okay. My one of my friends just sent me this crazy goal that Piat just scored in the conference league. Listener, you can look this up. Look at that right foot. Oh Ooh. my gosh. Payet, I wish he's still at West Ham. Same, dude. But uh, he's also not the best human being. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, I think Byron obviously will get through. And then we'll have a Liverpool-Byron semifinal. Spicy! Let's get sad for you and talk about your boys um, against Kareem Benzema. Should he win Ballon d'Or? Yes. Him and Lewandowski. Yeah, it's, it's got to be between those two. Okay. No, no Pessi, no Pinaldo. Yes, okay. Um. First half, I thought we played really well. Kind of like, I wouldn't really call the goal we had a blunder. I mm-hmm. think that was really well worked. That cross by Jorginho was actually very nice. Sure. And obviously, it was not the best conditions. It was yeah. very wet. Yeah. But I don't think Courtois saving that. 
regardless. No, no. I thought it was, you know, well-placed, and it was just a well-worked goal. Um, the other goals, I think, I was, like I told you, I was fed up with Christensen in the 15th minute yeah. just because they love to play these overhead balls to Vinny. Because yeah. you definitely saw it um, when they played uh, PSG, like – they had these long balls, and basically, to put it into FIFA terms, they kickoff glitched Yeah, a lot. Yeah, They had these open runs, and so that's what creates those chances because basically what they do, ball to Vinny, Vinny outruns everybody, yep. Benzman's in the middle, delivers the ball, goal. Yeah, easy. You just have to wait for him to get into that space. Yep. But I thought the, um, the first goal, you can't really stop that. Yeah. Second goal even... It, the ball was it well was a, placed. It was a good ball for him. The ball Modric. was well placed. Yeah. I don't like you could say Thiago Silva could have been closer marking him, but at the same time the ball's going away from him and yeah. curving away from him. I don't think there's really much of a they were both really good goals. The third yeah. one wow, we should wow, be going wow. into this leg. Yeah, we should be going into this leg. Down two one. one. Yeah. But, but instead, down two. But also Benzema missed the sitter, so lucky to not be down three. Lukaku missed the sitter. Yeah, yeah. So it's still three two. Yeah. Yeah. Looking back on it, too, I think ZX should have come on sooner. Yeah. I think he yeah. should have started. Um, Mount just isn't it right now. Yeah, he's been not good since the Carabao final. No. Even maybe, maybe before. The Prem, he's good. Prem, he's good. But I w- he's not scoring goals, but he's yeah. involving himself. But okay, in the Champions League, he kind of hides behind. And I wish okay. Pulisic got more involved. Pulisic but is he good was, at Champions he was, League. But he was finding, the, he was finding chances more defensively. Yeah. You know, they're bringing the ball in their own half, and he would poke out a ball yeah. and you know, have those opportunities. But, yeah, King Kai needs to start up front for the rest of the year. I don't care who, yeah, doesn't what matter happens. What, yeah, what competition, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what competition. I don't yeah. care if we're playing Nottingham Forest at home <laughs> in the first round. Like, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing bad with Nottingham Forest fans. I'm sorry. Right, right. But you get what I'm saying. But I think going forward, we're going to have to play super. We had a really good press at the very beginning. We're finding the ball in the half. But once we give... And also, Millie Tao's not playing. He got suspended. Yeah, I didn't notice. I didn't see that. So, I don't think how how much that's going to shake him up because obviously, do they have Vallejo? Is Vallejo going to play, or is it going to be? I have no idea. I think it's me Vallejo, or no, they might be Nacho. Yeah, probably Nacho and Alaba. I don't like him. I'm not a big fan of Carvajal. Also, he's been kind of, eh. and he's also been just. You could tell in that game he was just falling all over the ground, yeah. and I was like, dude, come on, get up. Yeah. So your four teams that make it out. Of this round are Bayern, City, Pool, Real Madrid. Yeah, same. <laughs> I was I was gonna try to like throw throw the I throw it in the wrench. I, it's not like Villarreal, I'm saying Chelsea's not gonna make it, but you gotta be realistic. Going if think of it if it's the opposite. If they won three one at the Bernabeu, I'd be more confident of us getting out. But at the same time, it's Benzema at home. If Benzema's doing that, funny story about the Benzema thing. So I found out today that Ancelotti, um, Benzema couldn't find his pass to get into the stadium. Oh, when? Going into that Chelsea game. Oh, really? He almost didn't play. Oh. Because he couldn't find it. Uh Uh-oh. That would have been bad. So, yeah, he found his pass, I think, like 10 minutes before the game or something ridiculous like that. And, yeah. Maybe that's why he was so lively. (laughs) Yeah, I know, probably. Because he didn't have to warm up like that. Do we want to talk about FA Cup? We have City, y'all have Palace. We win, you lose. Yeah. Just kidding. Um, Probably, I think think we'd be be Palace. It'll be a close game. Yeah, Yeah, because they're in good form right now. I know. Uh, It'll probably be a 2-1. 
I I think we don't win, and I'm I'm okay with that. I'd much rather win Champions League and Prem than FA Cup. We already have our domestic cup title. I want to win a domestic cup. We're out of the league. Um, Champions League isn't looking good, but I really want to win. This is kind of it for y'all. I want to win some kind of hardware this year. I think we've played well. And also considering, like we were talking about with Ukraine playing in the World Cup potentially, like this is kind of something that was just like, you know, even though we had our struggles this year with all things that, you know, wouldn't you wouldn't expect yeah, in a yeah. in a club yeah. in the middle of the season. Yeah. Um, I feel like it would just be a little cherry on top for, you know, the season that we Yeah. And it would be cool to have some revenge after losing the FA final last year to Leicester. Yeah, so. no. So. But hey, I don't care. It's either we I would rather make Champions League than sure. win the FA Cup. Sure. Because that's what ended up happening is we got fourth and they got fifth. So. Right, right, right. We're about to be done, but it's time for our usual. Clayton kicks us off with something random, and we just kind of go <laughs> until we feel like we need to stop. Yeah. Uh, but can I start this week? Can we go ahead and talk about the Lakers? Yes. Cancun on three. Let's go. Cancun. They're Let's so bad, go. you guys. I'm so happy that they're not. I thought you were gonna. St- I thought you were gonna start off with something else. No, but. no, no, no. We have <laughs> no, no Lakers, bro. They're they're Dunskies, if you didn't know, but everybody in the world knows about it. Uh. Mm-hmm. And I'm so happy that the Spurs and the Pelicans are going to be there instead of them, even though they're probably going to lose a game and not make it out of the plan. Hey, it'll be fine. I I would rather much give yourself a chance. Any any thoughts on them? I mean, I don't think they can do anything in the offseason either, so they're kind of stuck. Yeah, they are. Funny you talk about the Lakers. I'll stay on topic. Um, Magic Johnson came on. Yeah, and all that, that stuff they, he said. Yeah, so that he was they're supposed to sign tomorrow, but they got Westbrook. Yeah. Thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, that's very funny. Um, Todd, shout out to the Mavs. Yes, 50, 50, 50 win, baby. Fifty wins. Dude, first time in like five years. Yeah, finally. Which is pretty interesting because also I, from the time that we didn't make the playoffs, that was, we broke our streak. I think like it was like sixteen years yeah. or something ridiculous yeah, yeah, yeah. of making the playoffs. Yeah. So I'm glad to see us back. Um, I'm glad we're not playing the Clippers in the first round. It's just bad omen. Yeah. I do. Do you think I can? We can beat them easily. The Clippers. Yeah, we have a better shot this year because Kawhi's not going to drop 50 points every night. Well, yeah, but I was just saying just like, you know, I think we were playing a lot better. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think realistically, I wouldn't say it's super hot. It's, it's kind of warm. Yeah. I think the Mavs can make the Western Conference final. It depends on what happens, um, what seed we end up. We've talked about this. You, me, and Jet have talked about this so much off air of, like, we do not want to play the Suns until the I do. final. I do. But I want to humble them I with mean, all this little dancing stuff pregame. Like I, I'm all for players having fun. Yeah, I saw the comments on it. Like, dude, you can't say, let Mr. a team no have fun. fun. No, 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 no. But they do that every single game. Yeah, I mean, you know? when you win 65 games, you kind of can do whatever you want, though. Yeah. Well, hey, look what the the Warriors did when going 73 and nine. Well, that's true. They didn't. You know what I mean? You play 73 yeah. games, you still have to go out there and win. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. Um, Rangers, or opening day. Yeah, opening day, opening maybe. Day. Has there been a game already, or is the Braves won the first one tonight? Yeah, um, I think it's the No, Braves. there's already one happening right now. The Cubs uh, are up on the Brew Crew, and the Guardians are playing the Royals. They ju- That just started. Is Bobby Witt playing? Yeah, I think so. I That's think he's awesome. in the lineup. Yeah, good for him. He's a local boy. Mm-hmm. Um, in other news, um, McGregor. second. 
Oh, sick. Yeah. So in other news, um, McGregor got charged with six driving offenses. Oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty interesting. No, I did not see um, that. Yep, in Ireland. Um, there's a video of him driving his Bentley, and someone was recording him. Oh, wow. And, uh, he got pulled over. Uh-oh. He's like... I'm not going to say it, but basically he's like, are you mm, kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> so I thought Classic. it was funny um, because this isn't the first time it's happened. No. Um, it's happened a lot. Yeah. Um, well, that's well, interesting. What other news? Um, I had something that I'm totally... Oh, uh, Masters. Tiger. Yes. Shout out to Tiger, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm... I'm not. I'm not the biggest golf guy. He's not going to win, but I want to. No, see him but out it's there. good. To, yeah, it's good to see him out there. It's good that he made the cut, or hopefully he makes the cut. Anyway. Yeah, I was about to say. I was knock like, dude, wood. they haven't even played. Yet. I was about to say, knock on wood, he makes the cut. Um, and he picked to win. I know you don't watch it as much. I don't really watch it as much. Uh, I'm trying to see. Can I see the the leaderboard, please? And thank you. Tiger's tied for ninth, so he's one under. It's not bad. My pick to win is um, currently three under in third. Uh, Scheffler? Yes, sir. Okay. Scheffler is the number one in the world. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think not just because I'm picking him because he's number one in the world. I've actually liked him for the last couple of years, yeah. even through his rough stretches, and I'm like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. But just the year that he's had, especially in the Ryder Cup, I think, I think he's got a good shot. Title game happened on Monday. Are you happy with what happened? I I have thoughts on Hubert Davis and his uh, lack of coaching experience um, hurting his team and Caleb Black also being a bum and going 5 of 23 for <laughs> from the field. But also Bill Self, I thought, adjusted really well in that game. Yeah, too. Bill Self, I think, has overtaken Calipari. I would agree with that, yeah. I would agree with that even before he the game. On That's Monday. what I'm saying. Yeah. I think he's been clear. Yeah. Um, obviously, Kentucky's that school that you kind of see all those prospects go to. Not saying Kansas isn't. Yeah. But most of some of a lot of Kansas's players don't relate into the league as right. well as Kentucky players. Yeah. So, I think that it's clear. Duke Coach K. Um, I sad. Thought he, I thought it's sad. I thought he handled it really well. Yeah, he really um, did. And even going up to. Baycott, you yeah. see that video? That yeah. was pretty yeah. cool. Dude, Baycott was awesome. Dude, th- just imagine that, dude. Like you're, you beat Coach K, right? You leave the game, you know, you're out there, and he just comes up to you. And he's like, "Hey, you're my player of the year." I would feel on top of the world. Yeah, like that's awesome. Yeah. I could be like, you know, Pete Weber. Who do you think you, you are? I am. am. Yeah, yeah, that's how. Just I like would forget feel. it. Yeah. Stefan Diggs extension. Thoughts on that? You see that? How long? Four years. A lot of money. Yeah, it's. I think the guaranteed money is like right under Tyreek's guaranteed money, but it's above uh, Devontae's money or mm-hmm. guaranteed money. Four years, $104 million, and the guaranteed number is, I think, 70, 70 even. And that's an extension that takes him through 2027. So, thoughts on that? I think that's pretty good. Yeah. I think that Josh Allen needs his targets back. Because I think he's going to be top three quarterback. Yep, next year. they have a real good shot to win the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, they're there. I would put money on it. Yeah. Um, two more things before I head out. Um, so Freddie Freeman, as you know, went to the Dodgers. The Doyers. And so Acuna had some words. About oh he yeah, was asked about I was hearing it. about that last night. Yeah. So apparently that friction. Yeah, there was a lot of friction that went in the situation. Uh-huh. 
Um, so I thought that was pretty interesting because they were asking, you know, they're like, hey, yeah, we shared the same stadium, you know, and all, like, mm-hmm. being on the same team. But he was like, you know, there are some – a lot of clashes. That's how it was. Yes. So I feel like as much as I don't like the – didn't like how the Braves handled it, because if you have – if you're coming off of a World Series win, right, Freddie Freeman, who's – besides Albies and Acuna, your number one guy. Yeah. You won't just sign somebody out of the blue and not give them a heads up. Yeah. Because that was the thing that happened with Freeman is he got no heads up that he was yeah. that they were doing that. that they, they were going a different direction. Yeah, doing the Olsen trade. So yeah. I don't – like, at first I was like, oh, hi, Freeman. I was like, you're a sellout, bro. Yeah. Like, come on now. But now looking back on it, I would have done the same thing. Yeah. But I've gone to the Dodgers. Mm. But also the Dodgers wanted to give him that money as opposed to the Braves. So. Yeah. I don't and think they so, want. I don't think Atlanta wanted to give him that much money, considering his age. Even though he's not that much older than Olsen, he's only like three or four years older than Matt Olson. I think still. Olson's a better fit. Well, that's o- true. Olson's a hometown kid. But and then my last thing, or one of my couple things, um, I don't know. You probably, like I said, you don't play Wardle, so you probably won't I don't know this play guy. Wardle. No. So um, someone that I actually used to work out with when I lived in Houston, Key Brian Hayes. Just signed a big oh, extension. Oh, I literally just saw that. I didn't know you worked out with him. That's cool. He was on my fantasy baseball team last he year. He was. Uh, he worked out for the same facility as oh, I did when I lived in Houston. Wow. His dad. His dad was the head guy in the thing. Charlie Hayes cool. played 14 seasons in the MLB, and he oh, played. Okay, yeah. He played for. Thir- oh, I didn't make that connection. Played okay. for 13 different teams. Oh wow, he he was a journeyman, as yeah. they say. He was a journeyman, but um, I saw that. Um, it's it's like eight years cool. and eight uh, eight years, seventy million. That's a pretty good deal. I think he's really good. Yeah, um, he's so he's, young. That's the thing. He's one of those guys that, you know, that's someone that you kind of want to build your franchise around. Mm-hmm. Um, if Pittsburgh gets their pieces, I mean, they've had multiple attempts. I mean, they traded away one of their top prospects in Shane Baz. Yeah. They traded Garrett Cole. Yeah. It's just kind of like, when are they going to make the right move? Right. Maybe this is heading in that direction. But, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. I really hope so. And then um, my last thing, um, two more coaches joined Brian Flores in suing the NFL. Oh, I heard that that was potentially happening, but I didn't know that it actually happened. Did that just go down? Um, oh, it looks like They it just did. joined. They're, they haven't made a dis- Steve Wilkes and Ray Horton. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's just – Interesting. It's pretty interesting because obviously there's – with the whole giant situation, Dolphins, Elway, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of miscommunication. In the Giants one, yeah. Um, so basically, mm-hmm. what it was is they they texted the wrong Brian, yeah. But they already made their decision. So apparently, that happened 24 hours after yeah. they mm-hmm. signed Dabble. Yeah. So he was already signed. It wasn't yeah. like, hey, we already signed him, and you're getting an interview. Yeah. Just because of Rooney rule. Yeah. So that was what they ruled out with that. Yeah. Because I read the whole statement. I was like, oh, yeah. really? And then the Elway thing I thought was pretty. Yeah. If it's true, that's kind of messed up. And so is the Dolphins owner, the 100000 or whatever for losing. That's... Hey, sign me up. <laughs> I mean, sure, but also the morals of that are just. Yeah, I know, but yeah, I'm but just, yeah, I'm but also saying. they have that money. It's not, that's what I'm yeah. saying. I make 1.7 <laughs> yeah. million to not win a game. Yeah, I guess. Just for average Joe, I'm not saying. Sure, sure. 
It was just a joke. Everyone's like, hey, I can win you no games. Yep. I play Madden. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll bring my it. Madden offense to the field. Yeah, hey, can we run a cover three? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have two quick things. I want to shout out my team, Tigres, because they're first place in the Mexican League right whoop, now. Whoop. And the the man, the myth, the legend, Andre Pierre Guignac, is having a marvelous year this year. He is... Does he have 14 goals in this half season so far? That's Or is that just... Uh, the whole season. I don't know. He's been really great lately in their first in the league, so hopefully that keeps up because they should have won a title this year because the team looks better. They signed some people um, in that Salcedo transfer that we talked about a couple episodes ago. They got back a uh, playmaker, and he's been actually been really good, and then we signed a, a couple center backs to help because our center backs are old and slow, and we signed one that's been really good, a Chilean guy. Um, last thing, our stars are doing good. It looks like we're playoff bound, dude, because we are up a point on the Knights with three games in hand because of the COVID outbreak that we had earlier in the year. So, good. We love playoffs. I actually do have one more question for you. Okay. NBA MVP. Who are, I would say, give me four names that you think should win it. Who wins it? Joker, Embiid, Luka, and Giannis. I've been saying Embiid a lot recently. I think Joker now. I honestly think the Embiid uh, bit with Harden has has hurt him just enough. And Giannis, I honestly think Giannis might be second now because Giannis played better than him the other night when they matched up. Um, So I'm going to say Jokic and then Giannis second, Embiid, Luka, and then Booker Tatum. Whoever you want to throw in there. Because honestly, last year, I felt like Embiid kind of got screwed over sure. with the MVP. Sure. I think this is his year. Okay. I, get, I totally understand your point with yeah. Harden. Did I think it was the best move from the 76ers? Absolutely not. Because we kind of saw what happened when Butler went over there. Um, but I think he's done just enough. And obviously, he's led his team farther. And if you really want to go into that, Luka's like 8-3. and three. Against, yeah. like, MVP contenders. Yeah. I mean, Lucas should be getting more love, but he's not. Ja is completely out of it because they are good without him. Yeah. That team is good without him, so forget that. Yeah, that's that's how I feel. But I think it depends on what Philly ends up in the standings after yeah. Sunday. If they end up, like, fourth, eh, maybe. But if they end up, like, second, probably. Who's first in the East right now? I think it might be Miami. Miami or Milwaukee, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I thought Philly was like second or third right now, just from first glance. Because I haven't looked at it. I saw Mavs got an X by their name, and I didn't really care. Sure. I was the Mavs, the or not the Mavs. Yeah, Miami's first, Boston's second. Mm. My, I think Miami's going to end up getting first. They have two games up. But Boston is a, game, a half game up on Milwaukee and Philly. Toronto's locked into the five. Chicago's locked into the six. Pretty much. Yeah, they're locked into the six. And then, yeah, so Milwaukee, Philly, and Boston are all fighting for two, three, and four. I kind of hope it would be really funny is if Philly plays Toronto first round and Toronto beats them. Because <laughs> they've been playing really well lately. Siakam's been awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, really, really great. Like, should be all NBA maybe um, if certain guys are chosen. And certain guys are not. So, anyway, that's how I feel. So, 
But also last week, I would have said Embiid. So it'll probably change on Sunday when the season's over. So, anywho. Okay, is that it? Sweet. That's all I got. Sweet. All right. Well, Clayton, thank you for being here. This yes, thanks for having me. Yeah. Awesome having it in person yes, this time. this was super fun. Listeners, if you're here, if you made it through, thank you for being here. If you like what you heard, please feel free to share this with all your fellow Premier League and World Cup and Champions League and any iteration of the football fans. And if there's anything that you don't like, please tell us so we can change in the yeah. future. Which, again, there's five of you that listen, and I'm sure you all like it, so it's fine. Uh, like what you heard, leave a five-star rating, five-star review on Spotify, Apple, all that stuff. Um, email if you have any ideas or suggestions, dennisoffriendspod at gmail.com. Follow the Instagram at dennisoffriendspod. Um, Clayton and I's socials will be in the uh, show notes as always. And next episode, I think will be NBA playoff preview. Finally about to get Jet on. Um, Finally. I know. I was waiting for it too. Yeah, I was yeah. like, there's got to be a day. Yeah, it's coming soon. And hopefully soon I will make an announcement about a certain thing that is potentially coming Ooh. as far as musical endeavors from from your boys. So, uh huh. So, a hint, hint to that it might be coming soon. So, anyway, uh, thank you for listening. Um, thanks for being here. Like I said, please share this pod with your friends. Uh, my listen to this recommendation for this week because I have not done that. I've been doing really bad about that. Is the Kevin Durant and Old Man in the Three. Uh, collab podcast that came out yesterday i've only listened to some of it but it's awesome (laughs) it's incredible so please listen to that um okay that's it uh anyways be good be good see y'all later bye peace